When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Testaverde will take the snap, go to one knee. This game is over. The Jets lock up their first playoff appearance since 1991 on a 21-16 victory over the Miami Dolphins. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Great moments are born from great opportunity. If you change your mind, on the first in line, honey, I'm still free. Take a chance on me. Greed. Well, I gotta take out these clips. No one cares. Just play the song. Greed is right. It's about to kick in, Marco. Wait, wait for it. Just do it. Make your dreams come true. So you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah! Oh, let's take a chance, Marco. All right. It's the take a chance parlay. Namely, it's an excuse to play ABBA. And you don't really need one. But I use it. All right, let's go. Three teams. All underdogs, you have to have at least one, uh, three or better, but I'm feeling frisky because I've been successful with it, so I'm going to really go out on the island here. So that means you're starting, or you want me to do it? No, you go go first. All right, right, so I'll give you... I'm not going to belabor the Giants with the plus three on the Jets. We did that already. I'm going to put that in here. I might as well, right? The other two games... Give me the Panthers to get their first win of the season against the Look Texans. Okay. They've scored more points. Their offenses look, I don't know, functional. And I think the Texans have played over their heads. Might be a spot for a little bit of a letdown. Panthers going to get a win at some point. Here you go. It happens on Sunday. The other game, this one is just, um, and we're doing the take a chance. We're going to take the, the vibe from ABBA. Yes. Give me the Cardinals. Plus nine and a half against the Ravens. Okay. I see Baltimore laying an egg at some point. I see the Cardinals. They're not that good. And they haven't been able to play the way they did earlier in the season. They've gotten further away from that. Mm -hmm. But the whole point of this is to take a chance, right? And there's going to be a spot where the the Ravens lay an egg off the dominant performance. They go on the road to Arizona, and you look at the Cardinals, and you're like, there's no way they win this game, right? Right. That's why I'm taking it. Give me the Cardinals. I like it. All right. I'm going to take Pittsburgh. At home, getting two and a half points against the Jacks, uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Again, this is strictly just a, a Pittsburgh and Tomlin. Tomlin as a home dog is like eighteen and six money line. Like he is just a uh, he is unbelievable home dog. I love Pittsburgh in this spot, getting two and a half points. Um, I, I think the Jaguars have been playing better, but I, I don't necessarily trust them. And Pittsburgh finds a way to win this game. Uh, you know, they get after the the quarterback. Jacksonville's offensive line is kind of ah. Eh. So I just take a chance with Pittsburgh at home, especially as the dog. I just love them in that spot. Uh, I already told you about Washington, so I'm going to take Washington at plus seven um, or plus two fifty. I know you get very upset. I'm just that's the underdog. Well, no, it's just They're to say that know, we right. are picking it for the outright win. We just are. to remember that when we're we saying are. these numbers, it's so I'm you just, know what I'm, the line is. Right. I'm trying to tell you how far of an underdog they are. Right. But they're plus right. two fifty. Uh, in the game. I just like the matchup, and I think the Eagles coming off a great win and looking ahead to Cowboys and Chiefs the next two weeks. I think it's a spot where Washington got embarrassed last week. I think they're going to be looking uh, to make a statement, and I like the matchup. They just they played to overtime uh, the last time they played. I just have a weird feeling about it. And then I'm going to take the Bengals against the 49ers. I hate the, the idea that mm-hmm. the 49ers to lose again. 
But obviously, it's going to be. Pro- I, it's, I, I think it's been announced that Sam Donald. It's going to be Sam Donald playing in the game. Uh, not that that kills me. I, I still think Sam is a capable quarterback. I mean, Purdy's the last pick in the draft, and we're going to find out about him. Uh, over the course of his career, but he he looks like he's perfect for that system. I'll see if Sam is. This is more about just the Bengals for me. Uh, if the Bengals are right and Burrow is back, I trust them. And in a big spot like this and dealing with the injuries that the 49ers are dealing with and they haven't looked just right, I just I, I just like the spot here catching uh, plus 160. They're four-and-a-half-point underdog in the game, plus 160. So I'll take the Bengals on the road against the Niners. I'll take... Pittsburgh at home against Jacksonville and the Commanders at home against Philadelphia. Now that's really taking a chance. Now, will I throw this out there too? Not only the twenty-four and eleven record, yes, and I'm sure a lot of people are like, "How the hell are you taking the Cardinals?" Can I just mention that I did have the Browns in the outright upset with PJ Walker? That I is knew true. that PJ Walker was playing that game, so it's not. Oh, you had Deshaun Watson thinking they were going to beat the forty-nine. No no, 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 no. I knew PJ Walker was starting. Yeah. Still picked the Browns. So sometimes the gut, it's a big gut. Sometimes it's right. Let's yeah, see but, if it, it serves again. Yeah, but you got to be right in all three. Otherwise, I am aware of that. But I'm also taking a. Um, I mean, who's taking the Cardinals in this game on the money line? I'm oh, aware. nobody. Right. Well, it's the, it's the take a chance parlay. I'm aware of what it is. That's no, but I'm, I mean, I, my point is, is yeah, no, I, I'm. I wouldn't normally. I'm not going to put a lot of money on any of these three teams I'm picking. But you also uh, said it's got to be at least three points in the spread because no, we I were know. supposedly going too conservative. I haven't been going conservative, no, I, oh, so I'm okay. just la- I'm just right, drawing okay, it out there. Right, but I'm, I'm just, just saying, you're taking bows for. Losing parlays. That's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm so, just saying. So now we're going to do that. No, I'm not. We're I mean, not going to do anything. I'm just uh, saying. Uh, you're right. You, you, you can, were right about the Cleveland game 100%. You okay. 100% were. Right. Now, you know, hopefully you're right about this. Uh, I, listen, I'm oh, just, I, hey. I wish nothing but the best. 24 to 11. All right. I, I mean, oh, you're doing I mean, a great job. I mean, you're bringing a lot to the table. I'm very pleased. That's with what your, I do. I'm very pleased with your contributions to the picks. And, and I also love the idea that you hate the song. That's my favorite part of this. That was trying to put me in my place. Update guy, go home. Is that was that what does that what we're throwing? No, no, you sure? I don't think so. Okay. No, you hate the Abba. you hate the Abba. Song. Oh, I know I, I love, hate the Abba. I'm I love that you that. hate Abba. Okay. Because I don't understand how anyone could hate Abba. It's a total feel good song. It doesn't have to be your favorite, but I mean, you can't hear that song and go, "Oh my god, turn no, it off." I don't like it. I don't like the fact that it gets stuck in your head, and I hate the fact that not only did you have to play it on loop, it felt like for three <laughs> weeks to put that piece together because That's I can't a, believe it took you that long to do it, yeah. and. <laughs> On Sunday, when I have to look through the games and see, am I getting the parlay right? Did I get to take a chance? Boom. And I got Abba stuck into my head for the rest of the day because you don't hear any music because you're watching football all day. So I'm watching football in the 4 o'clock window, and I hear Abba in my head. And it makes me crazy. I'm sorry to tell you. makes me crazy. And that's your fault. Well, I think it speaks to the brilliance of Abba. It's not easy to write tunes that get in people's head. That's what's great. I'm a big Paul McCartney guy. I think you could argue his greatest thing is his uh, ability to develop melody. Of all his talents. Overrated. Oh, no. Don't you dare. Not Paul McCartney. You could say the Beatles, and I'll let you walk out the room. You can't call Paul McCartney specifically overrated. The man is one of the greatest singers in rock and history, one of the great bass players in rock history, and one of the greatest yeah, songwriters to ever live. So why don't you stop it here now? Why don't you just stop it? I, why, why, why don't you just stop it? Why don't you do a show? This is my show. Yeah, go do a show. Go do a show. Paul McCartney, overrated. Okay, why don't you get out of here? Why don't you go prepare for your 5 o'clock? Not like it's done already. <laughs> All right, thank you. I appreciate it. 24 and 11. He's not kidding. He is 24 and 11. It's hard to argue with that. He's dominating. You know who else I hope dominates? Kayvon Thibodeau. He's someone we haven't mentioned yet this morning into this game. And he's obviously 
obviously important. And we know the the noise around him right now. He even commented on it on Twitter on the the Sal and the and the uh, bank stuff uh, and the midday show and the idea around Thibodeau. I mean, listen, more than just you know Sal and BT. Uh, I think a lot of us early on in the season in particular, and at times last year, I don't know if the word bust has been thrown around a lot necessarily, but disappointment, I don't think there's any doubt about that. He still is a disappointment. I think he's played much better the last few weeks. I think the the conversation around him has changed. He's not. He was dreadful to start the year the first two or three weeks. He's been much better. He's still not uh, someone who you know wrecks a game, and I don't know if you can expect that just because you drafted him top five in in the NFL draft. You know he's not Mika Parsons. We we get that. Um, but he should still be better than what he is. Now I understand Wink Martindale's system. He's on pace to be the first edge rusher to have double double digit sacks in a Wink Martindale system. But still, you watch the games. He's not as impactful as you would like to be. The last few weeks better. His sack numbers aren't that bad. Five and a half sacks is not terrible at this point in the season. He's on pace, again, for multiple sacks, uh, mul- uh, double-digit sacks. So he he's playing much better. But he's someone where, you know, he likes the idea of playing in primetime. He likes the idea of being part of the show of the NFL and being a primetime player. This game might not be played at 8 o'clock. We might not all be waiting all Sunday for a Sunday night. It might not be Monday night football. Which, by the way, I, I love the um, the uh, Stapleton, the Chris Stapleton open to Monday Night Football. Chris Stapleton singing um, Genesis, is, or uh, should I say uh, Phil Collins. What a great cover. I wonder if they, re- I, it just reminded me, I got to see if they released that. I love that song. And Chris Stapleton's voice is just unbelievable. Anyway, like it might not be prime time, but this is as big as a 1 p.m. game gets. I mean, there's seasons on the line. You're playing your city rival, your stadium rival. I mean, this is a game that both teams, you know, really need, but the Giants' season is on the line. And you've got a quarterback playing for the Jets who you can fluster into mistakes. There's no doubt about it. It's a kid who hasn't played well. It's a kid who has heard the noise. It's a kid who, when things start to go bad, he has trouble recovering. And this giant team would make things a lot easier on themselves if they could find a way to get pressure. And he's brought here to get pressure. I'm sorry. I understand you could talk about the system he's in and Wink Martindale's system, and I get it. I get it. He can't just disregard his coach, and he does back up and you know play in, 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 in coverage a little bit much more for my liking than an edge rusher, but I'm not going to complain about the defense the last two weeks. It's been the reason they've won the football games, or at least the football game, and had a chance to win the Bills game. But, I mean, this is a kid who he needs to get after the quarterback, creates more rushing, and and creates more rushes, and, and gets more sacks, and impact the game. Because I, I heard, you know, we, I'm not going to get into the whole Sal and Carl thing that's been done. The whole Sal, BT, and Carl thing. But I will say... While I do think Thibodeau's been better, and I think that conversation should have, if not already calmed down a bit because he has been better, I do think for a top-five pick, when I watch the games, I don't get the feeling he's impacting the games as much as I would like. I just, you you watch it, he just, 
it it he's not an he's not an elite defensive player who's impacting the games. I don't care what the system is. That's just how I feel about watching him on the field. Now, having said that, I think the conversation was really more warranted the first three games of the year where he was doing absolutely nothing. It's been better. He's been better. And the defense has gotten better as he's gotten better. And I and I do think that he has that impact player in him. We did see it for sure last year against Washington on Sunday Night Football. But he needs to be better. He does. He needs to be better. And I, I understand Carl's point, and I understand all the defenders' point about the system, but ultimately... We all watch the games. Whatever, If he's being asked to do things that make him less impactful, then shame on the coach. But all I can tell you is I watch the games, and Thibodeau, I never leave the game feeling, wow, he really made things difficult for the quarterback. But he's been clearly better, clearly better. But if you look at some of his numbers, he doesn't play the run that well. Like, it's he's just, he's an he's he's average. He's not been what you expect or what you hope from a top pick. I do think it's in there, and I do think the, the scheming and the, the game plan does hurt him a bit, but this is a guy I'd love to see step up in a big game. right? He, he talks about it, right? He wants to be primetime, loves him. This Again, it's Sunday at 1, I know, but the whole world might not be watching, but the entire city and the entire, you know, we are. We're watching. And this is a big game. The Giants' season's on the line. You need their best players to step up. And he's one of them, or should be. TJ and Fairlawn, what's up, TJ? What's up, C-Mac? I have three reasons why the Giants are going to beat the Jets this week. Number one. Number one being Zach Wilson. This one's kind of more like a gut feeling. I like He's had a good couple weeks with the Jets now that Rodgers is hurt. I just think that it's going to collapse. Like I said, it's a gut feeling. Yeah, well, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. I just want to applaud you for that gut feeling. You have that is a that's really going gut. I mean, you have a gut feeling Zach Wilson's not going to play well in the game. You are, you are. That's a gut feeling. Number two. Number two, the Jets historically the last five years, maybe even beyond, they've not been good after the bye week. They've gone what one and seven, one and eight in some weeks. I think that it's going to continue. No no hate against them, I guess, but I just think it's going to continue. Jets crappy after the bye. Number three. The Giants defense, man. I think they woke up against Buffalo. Everywhere on defense, the team has woken up. You have Dex. You have Leonard. You have Kayvon on the defensive line. You have Okikre on the linebackers. Him and McFadden graded out excellent. Uh, him and McFadden are dogs. They have a picture together. I reposted it on my Instagram story. Um, oh. And then on the secondary, you have Tay Banks, Trey Hawkins is developing. Yeah. And then you have Pinocchio, you have McKinney. I, I think they're going to lock down. Giants defense wins them the game. Number three. I like it. Number one, Zach Wilson won't play well. Riveting. Number two, Jets crappy after the bye. And number three, Giants defense will win the game. I Listen. I do think the Giants, I think both defenses will be good. I think both defenses are going to dominate the offenses. They're by far the two best units in the game. The two best units in the game are both teams' defenses. I don't expect it to be high scoring. I mean, you never know. It'll turn out to be crazy. Who knows? None of us will be right. But I don't expect a lot of scoring. I expect a hard fought game. I expect a, a game of field possession. 
uh, field position, and I expect a game that is going to where the one big mistake is going to cost the team, and the one inability to make a play, maybe a one uh, one penalty. There's going to be a mistake. There's going to be a big play. There's going to be something that is the difference in this game. And I, I, I just your points about the Giants' defense is 100 percent correct. If they can stop the run and make Zach Wilson make plays, I don't think he's capable. Like that's the one difference. Like the game plan for both defenses are. Stop the run, right? You would think with Saquon Barkley. So stop Hall, start Barkley. Make them beach. Even the Jet, the uh, the Giants passing offense, I mean, has Waller to it. And, and yeah, sure, Hyatt can get behind the field, uh, behind the defense, and has got some speed. But, you know, Jets have Garrett Wilson. Jets have Lazard. Jets have two different tight ends who can actually make some plays. Um, but ultimately, stop the run, I think, is probably number one on top of both defensive schemes and game plans heading into it. So here's the question. If they do that, if both defenses are capable enough and good enough and solid enough to actually accomplish task number one and stop the run game of the other team, it comes down to the quarterback making plays. And despite the fact that Tyrod Taylor is a backup, Tyrod Tyrod Taylor has been in this league for a long time. He's been a starter in this league. And right now, I trust him to make plays more than I trust Zach Wilson. I think that's a big part of it. Because in games like this, it's going to come down to the quarterback and to the coach. And while I, I think both aren't necessarily blowouts in the Giants' favor, I think both are in the Giants' favor. And I'm really I'm I'm wondering how the the Jets come out. Those are my three things: quarterback, coach, and how the Jets come out and and deal with prosperity. Like I I don't love the idea of the Jets having a week off after beating the Eagles, and everyone just applauding them for getting back to three and three. Oh, what a great win! Best win in forever. You got back to three and three. Nobody would have seen this coming after you lost Aaron Rodgers. Hell, we would have been happy with 3-3 three and three with Aaron Rodgers. What a great job. The quarterback is stabilized. You guys have done a remarkable job. And then you top it off well, you know, with the chef's kiss of beating the Philadelphia Eagles. A team that you never beat in the history of your franchise. A team that kicks the crap out of the Giants every time they play them. A team that was uh, in the Super Bowl last year undefeated. I mean, what a great win. Congratulations. A full week of that. Something inert inside me, and it's unfair because I'm not a Jet fan, but watching the Jets all these years, something deep inside me says they're going to blow it, that they're not going to be able to run with that football, that they are going to blow it, that they are going to have a lousy performance, not necessarily for the rest of the year, but a full week off with nothing but pats on the back and congratulations and you saved your season, you beat the Eagles, and now you're going up against a giant team that's the worst offense in the league to go against your great defense. Like something just tells me there's an egg to be laid. There is an egg to be laid. 877-337-6666. Bob, Robbie, and Mark, I see you guys. We're going to get right back to your phone calls and talk a little Giants and Jets as we lead into Sunday. McMonigle here with you on a football Friday. Your phone calls the rest of the way until 5 a.m. the warm-up show. McMonigle here with you. 877-337-6666. Your official station to talk Giants. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. So I walked down into the newsroom and I heard Jerry doing a report. He mentioned the World Series is tonight. That's right. Game one. And I saw I saw a story. That I, it's just, 
The guy is unbelievable. I don't know why he bothers me so much. I'm not a Met fan. I'm a Yankee fan. And I, I don't know why Max Scherzer bothers me so much. But, I mean, I guess I, I'm able to put myself in other people's. I'm, I'm very empathetic, I guess. I don't know. I'm able to put myself in other people's shoes. And I got to tell you, Max Scherzer and how he finished two years ago uh, with the Mets losing to Atlanta, losing the playoffs, the game I was at uh, in the SNY box, and it was in, uh, just an embarrassing performance. And then last year and everything, and all the excuses, and he's back at it. Because I saw a tweet that just made me laugh from Dave Lennon of Newsday. Max Scherzer puts finger on the ALCS woes. A cut, a cut, excuse me, sorry my throat went out there. A cut on his thumb. But he feels he has a better grip on the problem heading into the World Series. And then he quotes Scherzer, I found a way to throw some cotton on it and some glue. This guy is an absolute joke. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If it's his 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 foot isn't quite lifting high enough or his his cleats were too heavy because there was wet dirt in them. Like he's got these little subtle excuses. He's a Hall of Famer. He's one of the great pitchers to ever do it. He's one of certainly one of the great pitchers of this generation. He's absolutely a Hall of Famer. He's terrific. At the end of his career here, he hasn't been good in big games. All right? In the big spots, he's faded. And he hasn't pitched well for the most part overall over the last calendar year. Stop making these stupid excuses. You cut your thumb and you found a way to put glue on it? No, you just happen to be awful. I can't read the whole story because even with a Halloween deal of 25 cents, I'm not buying Newsday. But I got the quote there. I found a way to throw some cotton on it, some glue. I'm good to go. That's my problem. That's why I can't get out of the third or fourth inning. I cut my finger. My shoe's too heavy. I mean, come on. You're one of the greats ever. Just say I stink. No one's going to get on you. They traded for you. You're still going to pitch in this series. Go out there and be better and say I got to be better. Well, I cut my thumb. But don't worry. My son was making a snowman in school, and I realized if I glue cotton to it, I mean, come on. That's where I got the idea. They were making turkeys for Thanksgiving. And I realized, you know, they were just, you know, if I got a glue stick and some cotton, I'll be able to grip the ball better. That should fix everything. Amazing. Bob and Schenectady. And, Bob, if you heard someone else in the show badmouth Schenectady, I promise you it was not me. Good morning, C-Mac. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm glad you kept me on hold for a while. Gave me a chance to calm down a little bit. Uh, what, are you, what are you upset about? I'm a proud Schenectadian. Yeah. I would love to. I would love to have have you come here and host you and show you a good time. No, I'd of like course. that Rocco guy to come down. Yeah, here for five I, listen, I, I I have no problem with Schenectady. I was just he said it, and I might have riffed on it, but I, I'll I'll gladly come down to Schenectady. You have a casino in Schenectady? That's what he was trying to say. We do. We do. I went there last night. Oh. I didn't do too well, but it happened. Uh, listen, I'll I'll gladly come to Schenectady. You have table games in Schenectady. We have table games here. Oh. We got great Italian restaurants. What's the name? What's the name of the place? 
At Rivers Casino. They oh, have one oh, in but, Pittsburgh, too. But Rivers Casino, right, okay. Yeah, so, now listen. I, get off. Go ahead, go ahead, please. Go ahead, Bob. I was oh, going to say, I, as soon as I saw put, Schenectady, I was like, yeah. yeah. As soon as Max Scherzer puts this stuff on his hands, once they check it, isn't it going to be illegal? When That's a good point. Yeah, you know, that, I, I can't believe that it didn't dawn on me. He's going to put glue on his hands? He's going to get thrown yeah. out? Yeah, I was gonna, this is, I mean, and then, of course, the, the, the line from the ref, is the ump is always, That's the stickiest hand I've ever felt. Like, it's just yeah. like, it's, it's, I mean, come on, it's so dumb. It's such an He'll excuse making. the rules. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, it's just, it's such excuse making. I mean, he doesn't need to. Like, this isn't, like, I understand, it's, he's a Hall of Famer. You know, he's won a World Series, he's won Cy Youngs, he's thrown no-hitters. I mean, just, just go out there and be better and say, I gotta be better. All right, well, I just want to say thank you. I appreciate you, um, you know, you were a great, you were a great replacement. I worked midnights for the last 30 years, so I need somebody like you I, Well, in. thank you very much. How, how, how long did it... April. How long did, oh, you're going to retire in April? Congratulations. I'm going to retire in April. I've been working as a jail guard for the last 34 and a half years, so oh. I'll be done soon. You know, I started with Tony, then uh, JJ, Sal. You were the perfect replacement well, to bring that's me ve- to the end of, the, uh, end of it. So anytime that's very you want to come to Schenectady, I listen to you every night. You know, I used to watch you at, uh, used to enjoy when you were with the other two clowns. Yeah. In the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And, uh. So you're a perfect replacement for this. Well, thank you very much. That's very kind of you. Enjoy retirement, but thank you for this uh, listening and and keep listening. Absolutely. How, how did and, I, uh, when did it? When did it finally? When did it finally just sink in that life is sleeping when everyone else is awake and you're at, like? When did it finally? Uh, when did did it ever? Be, my, did it ever become normal? No. 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 I, I'm not retired <laughs> yet. I don't retire till April. Right. Right. Okay. I happened to call in sick last night. No, I'm but playing I'm, golf this, this morning. Well, there you go. And I'm up at two I'm o'clock playing, in the morning. I'm going to, straight to the golf course myself after this. No, but um, well, no, I'm saying, did the the life of working midnights and sleeping during the day did it ever become normal? Never. Yeah, you walk no. around like a zombie all the time. Yeah. I have two boys; they're grown now. Yeah. But um, my son played travel baseball, and you know, you walk around like a zombie all your life. Yeah, I know. I'm. I'm. Thank you, Robbie. Uh, thank you, Rob. I'm. I'm worried about the zombie thing. I'm a little worried about the zombie thing. I was at soccer practice the other day. I mentioned it before we went to go tacos. And, uh, yeah, before suddenly he didn't want those tacos and different tacos and then fell on the floor. And it was a, quite the ordeal to taco place. But I was at s- soccer practice, and I realized, yeah, I'm just – I was sitting there being an absolute zombie. I was just, like, staring off into space half asleep, one one eyelid half closed, the other one, you know, three-quarters of the way closed. He would come running over every 10 minutes or so for a water break. I have his water bottle. I'm like, you're doing great out there, champ. I'm half asleep. I have no idea what's going on. Robbie and Lake Success. What's up, Robbie? You know, Chris, uh, we'll have a discussion today, but I want to just bring up Max Scherzer. Uh, yeah. You branched him. Listen, I mean, the, the guy, did you, see, did you see him celebrating like he's been there that, all And year? that's, I think that when I, mean, when I saw him celebrate after not even pitching in that series and, you know, had two, like he two Budweiser's of his, in his hand just going absolutely nuts. And I'm like, bro, you made eight starts for them. You were, you were okay. Let's not, let's not, he you was know. He was a non-entity. Not in that, for sure. For, for the whole thing, he pitched eight games for them. He had like a 3-5 ERA. So he was, he was okay. He wasn't Max Scherzer, but he right. wasn't terrible. And then he didn't even pitch in the postseason. And he's celebrating like he, you know, Like he was part of the team the whole year. And, uh, unbelievable. Was, that pissed me it, off too. That pissed crazy. me off too. 
Now, I want to bring up, only because I don't listen to the during the day, really do. I only early in the morning I listen, and I listen to the show part of the show coming up after you guys. Yeah. After you. And you, by the way, you're doing, you're talking, you are a great replacer, and I really enjoy calling oh, the other nights. It's, it's very important, um, you know, for, for the callers that call this time, and we, 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 I think most of us all enjoy you, and as you can hear by the feedback. Um, but I mean, look, Thibodeau, in my opinion, He's been a disappointment. He's got hands of stones. He's got to be better. I expect yes. him to be better. I agree. But I'll say this: when Carl Banks and I really didn't hear what went on, I just. But when you when you're a professional athlete who who was one of the best giants of all time, yeah. you're pretty much hired to make an opinion. Now we all have opinions. Well, we're all we hired to, to make an opinion. We have, you're, you're, I, I'm, I'm not hired, but I'm giving my opinion. Right. Okay? Well, I, I mean, no I mean, different than your opinion. Right. I, but I didn't play professional football, right. and, and 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 it's like that's someone coming into me and telling me how to give a cortisone shot. Well, I think you fill the syringe this way, Doc. No, you then go to school and tell me how to do it. If you play, if someone's played professional sports. I think they have a little more insight, and their opinion might outweigh yours slightly. Yeah. Slightly. I, well, I mean, I, I think that's I think that's fair. That's why he's on because he's a former giant, exactly. and has. I, I agree with that, but that doesn't. That doesn't mean that you could never be. He could never no, be he, challenged. But but, but it, there's a form of respect in life. There's well, a form, that's a different. I, I that's a different argument. I understand. Behind the microphone, yeah. because that's what you will hire to do. And 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 I wanted to give you the thought on the Giants, which I don't know if it's been brought up today because I really didn't hear the show, Chris. But I had to give you my thoughts. Yeah. I'm going to be. I'm going to be sitting in the rain. I hear now. Yeah, and I know. It looks weather, like bad weather. Yeah, the yeah. Weather is is going to be a factor with someone making a bonehead play, a yep. slip of a, and we must stop Hall, the running back, Garrett Wilson. On paper, we're supposed to lose. And I'll tell you something. I went to the forty nine again when and Lee got bashed. I I go to games we win. I, you know, well, let's hope. Like, let's hope the streak continues, I, I, Robbie. I hope it continues. But I think we're going to win the. We're going to win an ugly one play game. Yeah, and. I just I don't, I I don't just want to see a uh, good football game and have our, our season continue. And have the Jet fans fun. Whatever Evans saying, Jet. I did hear he's, he's called Jet Life. Now, what, yeah, Jet not, Life. Your, your team is what? We've won four Super Bowls, been to five. You haven't been to any. You're the worst franchise in the <laughs> history of the New York sports. Out of every Landscape? Team, they're, the, they're the worst. Huh. And that's debatable, but it's really not that debatable. Yeah. One championship. I understand. I understand, Robbie. Thanks. I, your hatred for the Jets bleeds through every day. I get it. I, I, I'm. You're. I mean, you. You were holding. You. The last time you called me and ran on a rant about the the Jets, you were talking about the merger and how they get too much credit for winning the third, winning Super Bowl three, and what that. A lot of people will put how how much weight that put on the idea of the merger. I mean, that's that's really holding. Ill will for the Jets that you're pissed off that they get too much credit for the merger. That's merger grudge. That's one hell of a grudge. Um, but yeah, listen, I don't expect the game to play. I, someone's going to win an ugly football game. I don't expect to really. There's, there's something to be said for defensive games. I don't think it, it's not like it won't be enjoyable, but it won't be. We will not come away from this game thinking, wow, what a well played football game. Because without offense, it won't feel that way. And I, I don't expect offense. I just don't. I mean, you never know. You never know. Things can get crazy. But I'd be very surprised. I'd be very surprised if, if this is a high-scoring game or either team scores points. But if you ask me which one, if there's a blowout, I do think it's the Jets blowing out the Giants. But I think the Giants are going to win a, to- a, a, a tough game because, again, I'll say it again, 
quarterback, coach, I trust better with the Giants. And there's something about the idea of the, the Jets dealing with prosperity. It's been just, it's been too many pats on the back. Not, not that, it's just the idea of, hey, what a great job to get back to three and three. Oh my God, unbelievable. What a, after he went down on the fourth snap of the game, I, I figured this season was dead. And yet here you are in a place where we would have been satisfied if Rodgers got there. Oh, and Philadelphia. Oh, a whole full week of dealing with that without having to play a game and dealing with the idea of how wonderful they are and what a surprise story they are and what they've been with Zach Wilson. Like, And I just feel like it's laying egg time. Sparky and Dobbs Ferry. What's up, Sparky? Oh, uh, yes. I'm calling. You were talking about Max Scherzer. Like I certainly, minutes. I certainly was. Okay. When when he was a free agent with the Dodgers, I was talking on Daniel McCartan's show, and I might have been the only person saying, you don't touch this guy, okay? okay. Think about it, sir. When you bring a guy like sir. him in, why do you bring him in? To pitch the most important game, without, right? Without question. Okay. Now, he was with the Dodgers, and, and he they were facing elimination. Correct. He couldn't he make the start. He had a, he he had a dead arm. Unna- yeah, dead arm. Yes. Okay? Yet they still signed him to that crazy contract. I'll give the Mets credit for one thing with that. At least they had the nerve to get rid of him. Okay? Yeah. You know? No, I mean, listen, and- Billy Epler did a great job to get back a prospect, the level of which they got. There's no doubt about it. I'm sorry, Spark. I got a lot of calls. I don't want to get to the Giants stuff, and I got a break. Um, but you're right. Uh, listen, when they first signed him, he had, I, th- I think it was the lowest ERA of his career for the regular season, uh, his first year with the Mets last year. And then he crapped the bed in two starts. And that was at the end of the year. And he wasn't unable to stay healthy for, he had two different oblique uh, stints on the IL. But, um, I mean, you go out and you sign Max Scherzer. I understand he had a dead arm at the end. He was also you know, really good for the Dodgers up until that point, and he's been a great pitcher. I have no problem signing Max Scherzer. It didn't work out, and I do agree getting rid of him was a tremendous move, and the idea that you would pay a larger portion of his salary to make sure you got a level prospect like Acuna back, it's, it's it's a really nice job by the Mets. It's a really nice job by the Mets because they got... The Texas Rangers got a pitcher who made eight starts during the regular season, was average at best, and now in two postseason starts, despite the fact that the teams made it to the World Series, in two postseason starts, he really hasn't done much to help you. All right. If I could figure this thing out, we will. Excuse me. Oh, just one of those days. All right. We'll come back and we'll do rapid fire. Rapid-fire phone calls get you ready for the warm-up show, get you ready for Boomer and Geo, get you ready for Sunday at 1 o'clock. Giants and Jets, let's finally play the damn game. 877-337-6666. Manning takes the knee and the New York Giants are the Super Bowl 42 champions. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. They knock off the mighty Patriots 17-14. to 14. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, let's get to the calls. You've made them. I might as well take them. We got about uh, 10 minutes before I get you ready for the warm-up show and get you ready for the weekend, and then obviously Sunday at 1. I'm going to be doing the homemade wings again. I have uh, the chicken is ready 
and resting in my fridge, but wings in the air fryer, my wing spot closed down. I don't know if I told that story. Ordered, ordered wings. I think it was the first. I think it was the first Thursday. I think it was the opening night of football. Ordered wings from the spot I usually order wings from. I did it online. I show up. There's a big sign on the door. Sorry, closed for the la- closed for unforeseen reasons this next week. And then I get word that they just completely closed down, and they took my money. Like the order went through online. I had to like call them. I had to call my credit card company, and eventually I got taken care of. But like. It's the last time I do anything online. I'm calling restaurants. I don't do it. Just it was ridiculous. How you close the, the online thing still takes my money. Pain in the butt. All right, let's get to your calls. Bobby in Morris Park. What's up, Bobby? Look out, old Mac is back. Yes, he is. What's That's going right. on? Right. You know, I have a couple of things here, but did anybody ever think about uh, for the Jet Giant game? put in Robbie from Lake Fire and Joe Beningo in the same room and having satellite trucks outside. I mean, come on, man. People have got to be creative today. And I like your thing with Dear Abby. Now, is there any chance that Ann Landis came back? Because it used to be Dear They were sisters, and Dear Abby yeah. and Landis. Now, is it, against, is it against FCC rules for the, uh, whatever they call it, the break-in show or the Laurel and Hardy, Abbott and Costello, Jerry and Al to take phone calls? Is it against FCC rules? Uh, I don't believe so. But Man, it's only I for would, now. It's a different, uh, you know, they're getting you format. warmed up. Yeah, it's a different format. Yeah, I know. It's it's like page six. It's their version of page six. They t- Because oh. I would, listen, Chris, I would love to prank that show. But if they don't, it's like <laughs> it's like Imus. Imus didn't get any calls. I couldn't prank the show. Yeah. That's what I wanted to do. Um, uh, what, what can you do? You just can't. I apologize. Jeff in Long Branch, uh, Long Beach, excuse me. What's up, Jeff? Hey, what's going on, Chris? Thanks for taking my call. You got it, buddy. Hey, man, a Giants fan getting ready for this Jets-Giants yeah. game. Where are you watching I'm the game? Watch what, 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 what are you doing? Where are you, what, you going somewhere for the game, staying home? Oh, yeah, I'm going to go out with the, you know, half the friends are Jets fans. I'm going to watch them sweat this out because, you know, they got, you know, we got nothing to lose and they got everything to lose. But I'm going to get right to it. Yeah. Everyone is all about Brian Dayball, right? And this offense, the past two seasons, has been disgusting. Okay? Yeah, I oh, agree. I wasn't, 20, of, I wasn't a fan of last season's offense either. People remember the last game against the Colts oh, and then the playoff we, game. But. We, no, the playoff, all day, the playoff game. The play, Minnesota's defense was trash. Yeah. They uh, were disgusting. I know. They, they won okay, a road Okay, like, playoff. I'm still... Oh, 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 big deal. So, like, wow. this offense hasn't scored a first-half touchdown until last week. Yeah, no, it's okay, pretty the bad. 0-16 Detroit Lions back in the day even did that. Like, well, give me a break. Like, we're averaging 12 points a game right now. I this agree. Is, is they're, the worst, they're the worst why offense seeing, in football. It's probably the worst in history. Hmm. And why am I seeing Hyatt for the first time last week starting to shine? You know why? Because Daniel Jones can't throw the ball down the field. That's the other thing. We give this kid forty million dollars. Yeah, I'm concerned about and that we're too. Freaking, when, yeah, when is that trend gonna stop? Where every quarterback gets paid, it doesn't work out for anybody, right? Look at Dak Prescott, trash. Like, give me a break. <laughs> every quarterback thinks they win a, a playoff game or they put up a couple points because their offensive line or something's carrying them. Sorry, I'm getting over the bridge now. Yep. Well, sure. And and they get paid the they get paid the bag, and it ruins franchises. That's why they implemented that rookie contract deal in the first place. 
Like, yeah, well, yeah, rookie quarterbacks to are getting too much money, yeah. Um, I, you, you still need a quarterback. You got to pay your quarterback because they're so important. You say Dak Prescott's trash. I, I'll, you know, on some level agree with you. I think there's an argument against it slightly. But um, someone's got to play quarterback. I mean, you, you're not going to find – I mean, he's still a top half of the league well, quarterback. There's, at, there's 15 guys on the planet who play it better back. than him. Look, with the running backs now. It's a different they position. They do a kind of movement like that. No. Okay? Well, I mean, the, yeah, because but... this overpaying these guys, and they come out, and I have Daniel Jones barely throwing 3,000 yards. Like, give me a break. This isn't going to cut it. You're not going to go anywhere in this league doing that. Well, listen, I, I understand. I, I was concerned about the contract when it was signed, to be totally honest with you. I nev- I've never loved Daniel Jones. I've liked Daniel Jones. I knew he had to, he earned the right to come back, and there was no better option than to bring Daniel Jones back, but I thought the contract was a lot, but I guess that's what quarterbacks get paid. That's what they told us, right? Quarterbacks get paid. Wait until it's five. Wait until two years down the line. Wait until a year, two years down the line when everybody gets paid. You'll see. He'll be back down and, you know, he'll be like the 12th highest paid quarterback, 10th highest paid quarterback. It'll feel like a steal. It doesn't feel like a steal right now. It doesn't feel like a steal when I'm not concerned at all that he's not playing in the game. It hasn't bothered me a bit. Like, don't you think that's a problem for a $40 million a year quarterback that I'm really not that concerned that he's not playing? I mean, I understand that speaks to the level of backup they present. And Tyrod Taylor is a decent quarterback. But I would think if you pay a quarterback $40 million a year, you'd be disappointed if he doesn't play. And now I'm disappointed. I'm hoping he's healthy. I'm, I don't know when we're going to see him play, but... And I don't. I wouldn't even call it a, a quarterback controversy. I want him back as soon as he's able to come back. But at the same time, do I think that they have a much better or much worse chance against the Jets, depending on who the quarterback is? I do not. And that's not where you want to be with a forty million dollar quarterback who's supposed to be your franchise. I don't want to feel like, yeah. I mean, I, I want him if he's healthy, bring him back. But ultimately, do I do I think if they if he comes back, they win without question? I don't. I don't feel. I don't really feel like he impacts the game at all. If he were playing right now, the Giants are plus three. Would they even be plus two and a half if he were the quarterback in the game? No, they'd be plus three. It makes no difference. I want a quarterback who makes a difference of forty million dollars a year. Call me crazy, Wilson and Roxbury. What's up, Wilson? Hey, what's up, man? Hey, good morning. Hey, listen, real quick. Yes. Um, uh, you know, Dan, Dan, I mean, everybody's got different opinions on Daniel Jones. Uh, to me, Daniel Jones is he has top ten talent, and he's a top five running quarterback. I mean, with Pat Shermer, Pat Shermer was a decent coach. He just he's happened that Mike said that this is. Yeah, they, Mike. Mike destroyed him, and he could never recover in New York. But uh, who destroyed him? He, no, Daniel. Jo- Daniel Jones threw twenty-four touchdown passes as a rookie. If you're a bum, you don't do that. You know what I'm saying? And the okay. offensive line was bad back then. So I don't remember how many uh, touchdown passes exactly. he threw, but I know Mac Jones was pretty damn it was, successful. It was, in his it, rookie was year. it was twenty-four. It no, was 24. no, I'm. I understand. Uh, I'm, say, I'm saying Mac Jones. I think Mac Jones is a bum, and he was good his rookie year. Well, so. listen, but uh, but uh, Daniel Jones' arm is a hundred times. <laughs> I mean, Daniel yeah, Jones. I mean, got yeah, Max, uh, Daniel Jones can throw the football. Daniel yeah, Jones Ma- can Ma- run Ma- the football. Jones can't throw the ball thirty yards. <laughs> so, well, that's great. So you, I mean, you, know, really you know, you know, what, you know what, you know, Daniel Jones can't do. He can't throw the ball in the end zone. Uh, uh, that's a problem. Deep. 
but I'm sure it's, all, it's always something. Right? It's, it's, the, it's the coach's fault. It's the other weapon's fault. Well, no, no. But listen, I'm going to give you a stat real quick. Uh, Brian Dable is uh, uh, four, twelve, and one, and, and and since last year, and uh, and half of those losses were like blowouts, like Alabama against Murray State. So uh, Brian Brian Dable to me hasn't shown anything. Unfortunately, we stuck with him because you know he won Coach of the oh, Year. Oh, I mean, but you see now that no, that's no, no that's. You can say he hasn't shown me anything. That's kind of fair, but then you can't say you're stuck with him. I mean, I wouldn't. I'm not at the point where I feel well, stuck we, with him. He's no, a, no, we stuck with him. He's still a pretty no, good no, coach. I mean, he had a great year that. last year, and he's turning it around this year. I mean, I don't know if I. Well, you want to uh, well, say you want to say you got to see more from him before you start, you know, bowing at his altar. And thank you very much for the call, Wilson. I want to take another call or two. You want to say, hey, listen, before we all declare him a great head coach, I want to see more. That's fair. That's fair. You know, oh, we all just assumed he was this great head coach and we found the next great head coach. I, I'm not so sure. Let's see. I got to see more. Fine. But to say now you feel stuck with him, I don't feel stuck with him. I, I still think he's a pretty good coach. I haven't I haven't completely lost all faith in him. But we'll see. I mean, this game would go a long way. I don't want to lose this game because, you know what, losing this game means losing the season. And I am tired of having seasons be dead before Halloween. I'm just tired of it. I'm tired of it. I mean, as a Giant fan, it's we're we're tired of it. Like I get a call a lot from a gentleman who doesn't understand why I'm so negative about the Giants. You're a Giant fan. It's it's time to you know rally around the Giants. I've seen this before. It's the same reason why people get on me for being a positive Yankee fan. Like it's not very hard to figure out why. Look what the Yankees have done, and look what the Giants have done. Different sports, salary cap, whatever. We could have the argument. I don't care. My point is, is one fan, one team, has for the most part given me seasons. And I know the Giants have given me two of the greatest championships you could ever experience. 2007 championship, that 2008 Super Bowl, was as good as it gets to beat an undefeated Patriots team. That's as sweet as any championship I've ever tasted. But over the last five or six years... Seasons are dead in October. They're dead. We're drafting four. We're drafting two, four, five, six, seven every single year in the draft. Like I've seen this before. It's misery. Thank you guys for calling. Thank you guys for listening. Hopefully, it's not misery on Sunday. It will be for someone. Just hopefully not for me. I I care less about you. I don't want to feel any misery. I want to enjoy Sunday. But I think it's going to be a close game. It's going to be a fun game. And we'll break it all down Monday morning when I talk to you at 2 a.m. Thank you, Chris, on the other side. He's fully through the training. He did it all on his own. The training wheels are off. And he did a phenomenal job. Everybody, enjoy your Friday. Apparently, we're supposed to have nice weather on today and tomorrow. That sounds crazy to me. We haven't seen the sun on a Saturday in months, but apparently we will. So enjoy the game. Enjoy the warm-up show is next. I'll see you later.